0: All right, welcome to Drone Squad, I'm Jacob, and today we have Pete from Drone Squad on the show, and we're gonna talk a little bit about his um, involvement with Drone Squad, their involvement with uh, the TBS race tracker and how it works, and Pete used to be um, a former Microsoft employee, so this is is an interesting uh, combination, and we get to talk a little bit about things that Pete knows about our company and how all that stuff works, and we'll go from there. Uh, So Pete, why don't you introduce yourself? Um, tell people a little bit about you and um, we'll go we 'll go from there and we 'll start talking about your event your race tracker and how you guys got involved
1: uh, great thanks for having me on uh, so i 've been um, making software for about twenty different years consumer products uh, started in you know cd ROM and then pc and then internet and then mobile for the past ten years and that 's been my focus on uh, innovation related products when I was at microsoft i was lucky enough to work on HoloLens, um, some envisioning projects, but all I could think about was, man, it would be so cool if we could use those for drones, because I'm such a drone fan. And, um, and, then, uh, and, and then I left uh, Microsoft about uh, a, year and, a year and a half ago and started Drone Squad, and um, our mission is to connect all the drone pilots that are FPVing and racing out there so they can fly together for fun and also compete.
0: Cool. So you have a you have a website. It's tied to an apps on phones. Um, yep. Where people could you know, regardless of the race tracker, you don't you don't need the race tracker for any of that. Where you can yeah. sort of go in, sign up, get an account, and you can find other people that are flying FPV races and events. Yeah. Wherever you're at in the world, right? Like right. The, the 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 app helps you hook up with other people to figure out. You know, hey, I want to go fly and race an event. Where where is one near me?
1: Yeah, exactly. I, I've been building and flying drones for four and a half years and the problem I always had that a lot of other pilots shared with me was it's, it's hard to find other people to fly with. And um, everyone that gets involved in this really loves it and uh, sort of connecting with people locally uh, was kind of a problem. So that's kind of the first thing that we set out to solve with the app. You just download it and you'll start getting push notifications whenever there's a new local meetup or race. Sort of like meetup for drones, that aspect of it.
0: Cool, and then the other thing that um, your your app sort of solves is um, the the idea of frequency management. Like in and, in and, and like, hey, I go on right. fly with somebody, and I, that seems like the number one problem all of us have. Yeah. Like, hey, what <laughs> frequency are you on? And then you're like, I don't know. Like the totally. one I was on last time, I flew my my quad. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> is this I mean, accurate? anyone
1: that's gone to an FPV meetup with a with a bunch of drone pilots, more than three or four, has gone through the same scenario where. They've all got their gear set up, and it all starts out with, who's on Fat Shark 1, or who just turned on 3? And, <laughs> and all, all mayhem breaks loose. So just really the simple thing of coordinating frequencies, um, you know, is, is another sort of the next actual pain point that we went after with Drone Squad. So when you show up at the uh, field, everyone just opens up the app, and you can um, pick channels, and it instantly will um, update the, uh, the frequency list and get everyone on a safe channel. Um, and manage the heats and, and just takes care of all those logistics so the organizer isn't pulling their hair out and people uh, are not crashing due to peop, you know other, other guys plugging in.
0: Yeah, so, um, so just for people watching. So this, this right here on the desk and uh, we'll get a shot of it is the uh, race tracker. Pretty, pretty inexpensive, you know, $60 from Team Black Sheep. Um, and then you hook that up to your phone uh, with your app and then it's pretty simple. Uh, like I just want to do time trials of myself, right? So yeah. I just go in, I pair up the Bluetooth. It's all Bluetooth over the event right. tracker, and then I say, yep. "Hey, let's do some lap time trials." After I set the frequency, yep. um, and then the app's pretty cool. Well, we'll I'm going to go back here real quick and try because I did this like before the show. <laughs> I said, "Oh, I'm going to test That's this." Good. Uh, so go back real quick and say, "Yeah, I want to do a new time trial." Um, yeah. So you go into. Oh,
1: so while you're setting that up, yeah, um, uh, I'll just say that uh, the, you know the, one of the the problems for racers is that um, it's really hard to actually get times, and it's expensive. And the, the systems beforehand are these infrared based systems. Um, they could cost upwards of seven hundred dollars. You'd have to put an infrared transponder in each one of your quads, and it was just a real pain in the butt. So this technology that you're that you're setting up here the, with the race tracker, it's it actually listens to the video signal, the RF broadcast on 5.8 gigahertz, um, and it tune, It gets tuned to the very specific channel um, that it's listening to. So when the drone flies over, boom, it logs a lap and then streams that data to the phone. And the phone's connected to the Internet, so basically this is a drone IoT device.
0: Yes. Yeah. No. So I think I got everything going. I'm going to do new flight here on the phone, and then I'll take my tiny Whoop and fly it over. The tracker, and that's see, and it's doing nothing. <laughs> oh man, so that's awesome. <laughs> I, I,
1: it's hard for me to see how you have it. Yeah, set you can't up, but see. There's a it yet. Couple and different <laughs> modes there. So there's flyover mode, um, and so you, in flyover mode, you need to do one lap, and then there's a minimum lap time so you don't double count. So if that's yeah. set to like say 10 seconds, and you'd have to. Fly over it again ten seconds later, and, and that would register your first. Let me let me go lap. back
0: and make sure I I put it on the right frequency when I did yeah. that. Yeah, so that's yeah. The so thing.
1: the way it works is you um, just for your viewers, you you open up the app, and um, we're already kind of tracking what frequency you're on for races. So you just say, okay, well I'm on Fast Shark One, um, and then you do a calibration process, and um, and then you set this minimum lap time in case you have a tight course, um, and then. Uh, And then that's the sort of the the setup process that sends it to the tracker.
0: All right. So let's try that again. And this is awesome because I was doing it in my office before we showed up. (laughs) But it doesn't seem to Of course, that's how it works. (laughs) It's how it works all the time. But I know it does work. Um, And, uh, but essentially, it's the same thing. You, you like Pete was saying, you fly the drone over it. Um, it registers that the time. I think the minimum lap time is like ten seconds or something like that. But I'm sure that's, that's the default. Yeah. yeah, you could configure that to something else. Right. Um, and then it would register the time and it calls out the time on the phone yep. uh, to whoever whoever's racing. So, and then from there, like we're, we're like we talked a little bit earlier before the show yeah. um, about like. Future of where you guys want to go with this and what right. you're thinking and trying to make this easier for people because I, I like we talked, I struggle right now. So there's the big brother to this, which is the event tracker, um, and it will do eight pilots at a time. I think the the race tracker does will do more than one or just it only does the one, one at a time.
1: Person? Yeah. So right now the race tracker was launched as a we're, we marketed as a personal timing device. Yep. Um, but right now we're about to release a um, an alpha where we're actually going to allow you to connect multiple race trackers together and pair it to one phone so we're going to to allow you know if you and four buddies show up to, to a tiny up party you all, you all bring your own race tracker you could um, connect them together into an ad hoc uh, timing system um, a pretty cheap one
0: yeah pretty good and then um,
1: yeah. So it, so it's it started out as race timing for personal training, and that's how we wanted. We just wanted it's new technology. We wanted to get out there in people's hands and see what worked and what didn't. And it, and I was telling you before, uh, we recorded two hundred thousand timed laps since we launched this.
0: That's that's um, pretty amazing.
1: Which is crazy. Yeah. Also, I, I get uh, Facebook messages from pro pilots all the time, telling me how much it's um, improved their um, their performance um it's like can you imagine being like a marathon runner and not knowing what your mile is you know (laughs) it's like that that is what it is for FPV right now and you've got this sport that's that's really um evolving right very quickly but but no one really knows and so this this was like a you know um it really helped all these guys train and like the minute they started using it then they're hearing the laps then then they're adjusting their lines through the gates and stuff so it's just kind of a no-brainer
0: yeah, yeah, and it's it's very cool. Like I've I've used it in my house, flying around just laps in my house and, yeah. and other things. And it's 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 an interesting perspective. And I, I would say I'm an awful pilot still. So get, uh, flying around my house is a is a is a challenge in itself. Um, <laughs> but uh, it's it's fun to play with and and get yeah. um, get times with it and and see it run and and call out times to you, and you're like, oh, I made that one a lot faster, or I made that one that was. It was terrible, and you kind of get an idea of like what you're doing wrong, like, um, yeah, if you're just and, after total speed, right?
1: And it's not just for racers, too. Like, I'm a huge, tiny whooper, like yourself. I love doing that. I'm not a pro racer, I don't have the time to go out there and, and burn 50 packs a day, and nor would I be good enough to even compete at that level. But, um, but it's just you know, even something simple as kind laps and who came in first, second, third really enhances the experience. Like if you're going to a Tiny Whoop party or you get a, a couple guys, to me the Tiny Whoop stuff is like casual drone gaming. Yeah. So you've got the racing, but then you've got Tiny Whoops, which is really just the casual fun stuff. It's like the equivalent of a mobile game versus a console game. And I think um, you don't have to be a great racer um, to really enjoy the whole experience a lot more if you are just having something to keep score for you. So.
0: Yeah. And then beyond that, like, so we talked briefly too about, um my sort of my fascination with it from our, our garage chapter was the idea yeah. that, hey, this is just an IoT device. Like, yeah. And the, the event tracker, which is Big Brother, is another IoT device. And so, yeah. what could we do with these IoT devices and drones? Because we did, like I was telling Peter that we did some shows with, with WADA and how to. Set up your drone and push it in. Push data about your drone into IoT. And to me, like, well, this is another IoT device that can shove data into Azure. And then you can mm-hmm. just the, the possibilities of like what you guys are doing and what other other people are doing with drones could could go further. Like, you can do um, events around the world with different people at different places, as long as the tracks are relatively the same or you agree on what the track size is gonna be, you could just you could shove those same events and times up together into um, the back end like you guys have or yeah. feed that back into other other things as well.
1: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Like my you know, back to sort of the HoloLens story of me just thinking about creating a virtual racing environment with HoloLens, like that's been my dream since day one for the company is how do we connect people around the world and let them, you know, um, um, you know do gaming and racing with each other and i think this is sort of you know sort of the the way to get there and and i think drones are just you know there's there's so much data there's so much sensor data there's you know the computer vision processing there's sensor data on the ground and in the air there's so much great data that you can leverage um we've done some experiments um at our company where we've leveraged computer vision processing and photogrammetry and some other um some other technologies to actually take GoPro video from a drone and recreate the race course and understand um, where the gates were, where the start and finish line was, so you can actually use, you know, um, cloud-based computer vision processing to do things like detect. Oh, are we flying the same course? So if we wanted to have a standard course that everyone flew, like a time trial course, um, then we could validate that with uh, with some of the Microsoft technologies. Um, we could. Um, you know, and capture all that data there's so many things you could do with the um with the data after the fact you can marry that to the on flight video that all the pilots record and do some really interesting things with the telemetry um you could provide recommendations to pilots on how to sort of improve um you know uh their lines and their approaches and how they're flying the drones just there there's lots of there's lots of opportunities
0: yeah it's very it's very it's there's so many opportunities, and the stuff's moving so fast right now. It's kind of it's it's mind blowing to a sense. Like yeah, you can't keep up with all the things you kind of want to do and the ideas you have. Um, and I, you know, for for me, it's sort of. Drones garage and the the chapter is is an auxiliary thing to my normal job and so right. for me yeah. I'm just like oh yes I don't do this every day is my normal job and right. so finding time to do some of the stuff and play with all the different things is like there's so much stuff out there right now I I like okay my head's gonna explode because you know, picking the ones you want to do <laughs> or is sort of a challenge as well. Like, I don't have time to do all of them. Yeah, um, I
1: mean, that's, n- nor do we, even <laughs> as guys that do this full-time, you know, and, and that's the challenge is sort of thinking about, like, like what can you work on, you know, today or this month to really create something that's that's gonna have, like, an impact and make something that's really cool for people and, and sort of add a lot of value to people and um, something to just be fun to do, you know? Um, so so yeah so for us that's connecting a bunch of these together and, and letting people um you know get that data and leverage it for for racing and stuff and um I'm sure you guys could figure out all kinds of stuff I haven't <laughs> thought of.
0: <laughs> I my my biggest thing is I I like I told you I I I played with your stuff um not extensively uh and I'm just started we just got our event tracker like a week and a half ago uh and so getting that update with firmware, and then the lifetime guys have their beta software for the event tracker. And I'm just like, the frustrating part for me is like, okay, I just want to run Tiny Boop Races. Well, you're, <laughs> you're some... kind of
1: bringing a, a, a gun to a knife fight with that setup, I think. And, and you may not have any choice, you know, yeah. at this point in time, but, um, you know, that, that software is, You know, the event tracker is an amazing piece of technology, and that software that those guys made for that is incredibly um, capable. It can run all different kinds of events, and that that package was designed for major races that were being televised. I mean, it's basically, you're talking about going to the NFL and getting their system that they use... You know, to broadcast game. I mean, it's that sort of level, um, and and so uh, so it's definitely a learning curve to yeah. it. And we're, we're sort of coming at it from the other way. So they're they're starting from like the pro level, and, and we're we're coming at it from like the more casual.
0: Nah, to be honest, I want both of them to work. <laughs> so I want options, yeah. right? Like, and and, and for me, it's like it, I could, the event tracker like like I said it has it has its place and I'm sure we'll we'll use it for a lot of things um, but I also want your race trackers to work and the drone squad stuff to work and and everything to be to be simple and easy because like you said it's it's awesome to be able to say hey we're all just going to meet up at this bar or restaurant or this place and we're just going to set up some gates and we want to fly yeah. and 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 to make that easy for people, I think, is one of the big goals I think you guys were after. Yeah.
1: It, it's, um, you know, one of the, the best, you know, like the most gratifying things was um, I, I showed the race tracker and uh, drone squad to a buddy of mine who's more of a drone photography guy, not, not by any means a, a racer or sport pilot. And I showed him, like, and I showed him, I demonstrated it with a tiny whoop, just like you were just doing. And um, and this was about four weeks ago, and he's like, "Oh, well, this is cool! So I can use your app to create a meetup." So, in the next week, he created a meetup group in our app, which sent a push notification to everyone in LA. The week after that, 15 people joined it. The week after that, he scheduled a bar event at the local Koreatown bar called Sports Bar called Pipers. So now <laughs> they've got all these guys with a micro drones showing up at this bar on a Monday night. And then, then by the next week there was like twenty five people um, showing up to one of their events and they have LED gates that are hanging from the ceilings and one half of the bar, all these drone guys geeking out, the other half of the bar were these random people coming in going like, What the hell are they doing? That looks cool, you know? Yeah. And um and his name is Bo, the FPV guy. It's called L.A. Tiny Whoop, just to throw him a plug. Um, and, and he's having so much fun with it. And, it's, and I, I go there um, probably about every other event um, I can make it. And I, I just love showing up and just grabbing some food and a drink and, and doing that. Um, and he asked me every single time I go. So when's the drone squad race mode gonna be ready? And, <laughs> uh, and so I'll let you. If you guys are interested in testing it, we're we're gonna be ready to go alpha probably in a week or two. So
0: awesome. And just just to prove that this works, it it it's it's counting off times now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I I got it to work. Right? Just standing here talking to you, I, it's like oh yeah, it does it does work. Um, I have to actually hit the start button before it starts recording times. <laughs> yeah Yeah, so that'd be good um but yeah it's 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 awesome like it records times um has a minimum time and starts displaying them on on the on the device here and it calls them out which you can't hear um yeah because my bluetooth is playing up through my hearing aids and i hear it talking in my ears but not speaking out the phone so uh, so you have to trust me on that one (laughs) but it's pretty awesome Like love the device. It's 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 uh, fun to play with. Um,
1: Yeah, and there's an extra secret little port here. There's going to be some announcements about what that's going to be for, and that um, and that's going to you know, I think one of the things that um, is really interesting is sort of creating interactivity and other types of games. So imagine basically, you know, taking a room. And you know, having objects on there that are addressable—not just racetrackers, trackers, but imagine LED gates and other things—and being able to address those um, through the cloud-based software that we're building. So, um, not only being able to read the data, but actually to program the course and make it responsive to what's happening with drones.
0: Very cool. So yeah. So you're going to expand it even more than what it is today. Like then it's it's a you you could set this up like I know i think t b s has their for their event tracker they have it they have a device they call the split timer or whatever sort of same, yeah, same sort awesome. of concept but just using your race trackers to do that sort of thing so' we're, yeah
1: they're yeah. they're um that split timer is great you know because now you can start showing kind of speeds and progress along a course and and we're definitely interested in doing that as well um you know our our whole system is cloud based and optimized for real time uh we learned early on when we were you know, testing this stuff out with pilots. We went to, you know, two or three meetups a week, met with about, gosh, went to about 30 or 40 meetups while we were developing the app, and we learned that these pilots, they're totally impatient, and and when they join a channel, it has to instantly show up on their phone, and it, it couldn't wait three seconds. So we really tuned really tuned our API and our, and our architecture to, to be responsive, and so I'm glad we did that because now when we start getting into things like showing live scoreboard displays, which is something that we can easily do. So imagine when, when Bo has that next event at his bar, being able to plug in his laptop into one of the plasma screens and now having a scoreboard that's showing everyone in the whole bar what's happening with the, with the event. And, and um, I think that's gonna be really cool. It's, yeah. it's, it's gonna be a lot of fun. Yeah,
0: that's, that's sort of what I'm after. It's like easy, sit down, throw out the, throw out the race trackers. Um, people know what frequencies they're on, and they yeah. just we I mean, just fly. Um, and go, yeah, that's and go the through. goal.
1: No one wants to mess around with gear and deal with all that. And you know, um, you know, these things. Basically, you know, another thing that we're doing that we have not announced yet, but um, I'll say it here, I guess, is that you know these can scan um, all the channels. There, so you can basically turn this into a spectrum analyzer. Um, so we want to use that capability to help. Um, sense the environment and make sure that everyone is on the channel that they say they're on. Because there's one thing, you know, it's one thing to tell someone to get on Fat Shark 1, but whether or not they actually did that is another, <laughs> yes. that's another thing altogether. Yeah,
0: it's one of these things, like, everybody's got a different all-in-one tiny-whoop camera on top of their drone, and not everybody knows how to change the channel properly to the right channel.
1: I drones are infuriating, like the user <laughs> interface is, is like one button, and you have to press it 40 times, and there's no feedback unless you check your goggles, and so, you know, those are all kind of the, you know, it's early days in this world, and it'll get better. I keep, I said that last year, I said by this year it would be solved, but, you know, so we're we're trying to make it easy for people, and like, that's where we spend 50% of our time is just user interface, and talking to pilots, and, you know. Because otherwise people aren't, I mean, if you're a total geek from Microsoft, like, like <laughs> I was, and if you're having problems with this, then what about the average guy, right? Yep. So we, it has to be, we have to make it easy for everyone to have a good time.
0: Yeah, that was part of my frustration is like some of this stuff was when I first got into this um, probably about a year ago, um, my frustration was with the technology. Was too, it was too hard for the average person. Like the, yeah. the average person couldn't figure it out because I was struggling figuring out like, okay, how does this thing work? Why, why is that, why do they make changing channels so hard on VTX? I just, it just still blows my mind. Like the Unify is awesome. It's easy to change channels. Um, the stuff they're doing with the Lewis scripts and things like that to do smart audio make, I think, are leaps and bounds ahead of what we were doing a year ago, going click, click, click or the dip switch method of switching your frequencies on your quad. Oh man. Yeah.
1: I'll only fly the integrated <laughs> systems now. I'm over it. So, like uh, the RotorX Atom is a little three inch drone that I have, and it's, it uses the TBS uh, micro power cube stack. Fully integrated. Every, every component's integrated. So, when I turn that thing on, I can do everything from my OSD with stick commands. I can change the channel, the power, the frequency. I can tune my quad. I can change my call sign. Boom. Like, I have no patience for sitting there pressing buttons
0: anymore. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Cool. Well um just as quick I wanted people to sort of get to see your product and um, I would encourage you if you don't have one of these and you fly drones to, to go buy one. They're they're sixty bucks or cheap. And then go and even before you have that, go out to drone squad and sign up and check out the Pete's stuff. It's it's pretty awesome. It's it's uh that's easy to find. We have a I created a group on there for drones, drones garage. Um we'll, we're we're going to start using that. Um so I I've, I've been playing with all of them, the multi GP stuff. I started playing with your stuff and and uh, to me it's like whatever is going to make my life the easiest to be able to go out there, set it up, run a run an event and, and just be able to fly without having to mess with all the things that people yeah. just don't understand. So Yeah.
1: Well, cool. yeah, thanks for trying it out. And um, if anyone wants to, you know, experience drone racing and find a local meetup, just download the app, um, iOS and Android, and, and we'll show you the local places or go to our website, dronesquad.com, and you can try to see the stuff. Because, like, I think it's, there's two types of people like people that, you know, love FPV or just haven't tried it yet.
0: So <laughs> <laughs> awesome. And then in, in, in your app, this is this is an awesome feature in your app. You have a message yeah. system that basically pops up, and so if you have yeah. questions, you just just ask Pete. Yeah, Pete shows up on your phone. You need to ask him questions. I'm there. He gets back to you pretty quick. Um, I'm like Tom from MySpace. So I'm everywhere. <laughs> yeah. So it's been. Uh, that's how I got a hold of you the first time to talk about coming on the show. Is I just get on the app and was like, Hey, Pete, do you are you interested in just start asking him questions? Um, so he's. It's been awesome. And I, I find that to be the norm for the community as a whole. Like, you just reach out and start talking to people and ask them questions, so, um, and your app is in the, enables that even more for people to say, hey, I want to have a meet up and we're going to yeah. go fly and do stuff. And to me, the yeah. Tiny Whoop stuff is awesome. They're little drones you can fly everywhere. Um, and that's to so cool. fun. So cool. Um, I'm sure we'll talk more. Maybe we'll come back yeah. on later when, when when I have some more time to Play around with your device and uh, talk about. I want to pick your brain over the uh, IoT stuff and. uh, I
1: would love to talk about that (laughs) more. I just, I just think you know, you guys have so many great technologies there, and so many, you know, lots of guys that are curious and smart, and um, it'd be great to do some like a hackathon or something with our API. If you guys are interested in that, I think that would be really cool.
0: Cool. Yeah, we'll we'll talk more. Get the get the chapter people together that know a lot about IOT and maybe get Wada. She she moved to Japan, so with the coordinate schedules a little bit to talk to her, but um, get them together and let's talk about what we could do. Be fun. Right a on. hackathon event would be awesome. Like Yeah, I, I think that would be share. a lot of fun. Be a lot of fun with people. Awesome. Yeah. Well, anything else you want to say before we go?
1: No. No, thanks for having me on and um, yeah, look forward to uh, keeping in touch. Awesome.
0: Well, that's our show and thanks for tuning in and Fly safe.